and welcome to Irreverent Testimony, brought to you by Netroots Radio, the political podcast by and for millennial and Gen Xer types. From a left-wing perspective, it is Saturday, April 7th, 2018. I'm Travis. I'm Rachel. And we don't have any sort of plan or agenda today. So <laughs> we don't. We have friends in town and... Uh, it was a late night last night. I had a yes. show. I have another show tonight. Um, yeah, we're a little discombobulated, but we're going we're gonna to talk to you. About things that yeah. happened. <laughs> we were just talking the other day about how there's so much to cover, we don't know where to start. And, and now, now we don't know what to and talk now, about. And now, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? We haven't seen any movies this week, so we can't waste time we can't with can't waste movie time review. with that. Nope, nope. Um, All right. Well, I guess like we could talk about Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt. Let's do that. Uh, Scott Pruitt still has a job. <sighs> he does. Which really speaks to just how valuable it is to the donors and the Koch brother types and the, the main money people behind Trump and the Republican party, how much they love and want this guy in power to wreck the environment and open the door to get rid of all sorts of regulation, environmental regulation, any and all. And they're what they're telling Trump obviously is just weather the storm. We, We need this guy badly. Yeah. It he, he is going to save us so much matter. money. You have to keep him because deregulating the entire U.S. government is going to save us so much fucking money that I don't care yeah, what scandals it, there, he has. I don't be, care how much money he spends. I don't care about any of it. You yeah. keep him because he is going to save us so much money. Yeah, now and we're going to give you some of that money, so it's fine. <laughs> of course, at the cost of you know more flints and poisoning, yep. more kids, and you know the. Climate change, literal air up. not being breathable. Yeah, but and, you, you know, know the, we're more. We're money. deregulating red tape, Travis. Mm-hmm. Those red tapes. It's very bad to have red tapes and make me not poison people. But it's I, very, I actually, it's very financially effective for me to be able to poison people. Yes, I saw a uh, actually an article this morning that he's really not even that good at deregulation. Like he's so. <laughs> he's not- zealous in what he's trying to do that he's he's screwing all these things up and not <sighs> doing deregulation right uh anyway so to summarize <laughs> the news that came out about Pruitt this week he spent something like three million dollars for his ridiculous security detail the guy travels like you know uh like like he's in the state department which he is not he's or like he's the EPA by the way Churchill during World War II or right going abroad or why does he, he need probably to travel has more so security much. why even. does he need where's he going well he what went is, to disney world he okay, went to the rose good. bowl that's helpful and it costs like three million to cover all that and his security detail for a glorified vacation this I is also for the heard EPA that, like, head yeah that he his security detail the first guy like there was somebody that like there's been multiple people that have sounded like alarms and they all got demoted and they all got demoted or fired. Yeah. And then he finally found a guy to head his security detail that was like, would just sign off on whatever. Like, yeah, no, you should definitely take private planes and, (laughs) you know, have bulletproof vests and like have this really nice hotel because it's much more secure than the other one. So he just basically like went through his uh, security staff and fired anyone who said that maybe you're spending way too much fucking money. <laughs> so he's, he's traveling around like a dictator in a war zone. Yeah, but he's the head of the EPA. He's the head of the EPA. He is, which has, which... Which means he's incredibly paranoid. But why... Okay. As the head of the EPA, right? Your job mm-hmm. is to... The Environmental Protection Agency. Um, your job is to think about the environment... Right. And think about like climate change, which he doesn't think exists. Why is he traveling so much? What? First of all, air travel, as we know, is one of the like most 
nefarious things we can do for the uh, (laughs) environment. He he obviously doesn't care about that. Doesn't care. Well, well, climate change doesn't exist. Um, But what is he doing other than Disney World? Like, I'm confused about where he's going and what the point of it is from, like, a standpoint of running the EPA. Well, I'd love to see, like, Obama's EPA chief and his travel records compared to Scott Pruitt. Well, they're comparing some of that. But what he's probably doing is trying to get energy deals for, like, Jared Kushner and all the cronies. Like, they haven't even looked into that. That part yet they just see all the money he's spending and he's probably spending money on crap nefarious things as well uh i mean they're just starting to dig into pruitt and there's all kinds of shady shit in his past so many things and trump and john kelly realizes this and trump would have been wise to dump him a week ago but in true trump fashion he's going to hang <laughs> on to him to inflict the mask maximum possible damage yeah before well trump doesn't like to be untenable. told what to do right so when uh, someone yeah. says you have to fire this guy he's like no, fuck you. I don't have to do anything. Well, there's breaking news right now that John Kelly almost quit a week ago. And it, like yeah. that is to me is so irrelevant. Don't like, don't care. Quit or that. don't quit. I don't, I don't care want to hear how you no. almost quit. Almost quit, but or then didn't because of the threatened to quit because of the state of the country. I don't care. Either you're on this clown car or you're not. And right now, he's right now you are. So I don't give a shit if you threaten to do anything. Do it or don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I. What? I I guess that we're going to get to um, the point where Trump probably does fire Kelly and, and, and becomes his own chief of staff. So nobody yes. can tell him what to do. I think that that's probably likely. I think he like, you know, we always say like you have to have this thing, but there's no law that says he has to have a chief of staff. So maybe, you know, he'll do the thing where he does the Trump thing. And there, there's no law that there's... lawyers need secretaries. <laughs> Lawyers definitely need secretaries. Yeah, but there's no law. They're so helpless. If they decided, um, they did, if they decided no. he didn't, like my grandfather. No, I mean, that's Trump's been doing this since he took office, right? Yeah. Pushing the boundaries of what is actually law and what isn't. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe he fires Kelly and doesn't place him. I don't know what happens if there's no chief of staff at the White House. I uh-huh. don't know what that looks like, but... Um, well, remember, he wanted uh, Trump a week or two ago, wanted Pruitt to replace Sessions. <laughs> that was literally a story. And I was like, OK. He should try it now. <laughs> I don't even know. I, well, I don't is think the he worst, might not get confirmed like, other at this than, point. Other right? than David Duke, Sessions is the worst person who could be the head of the DOJ. Pruitt might be worse. I don't mean he might be better because he might be worse. He's maybe not as racist. No, he's super paranoid. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be like Stalin's oh, secondhand man. It'd be crazy. <laughs> but anyway, so he's yeah, like a crazy person. You might, might not you get confirmed. You were telling me no. Gonna, you might know. find five Republicans to say no. <laughs> I doubt <laughs> to it. Scott Pruitt being AG. <laughs> um, you no, were telling you me find five. a story the other day though about how he was like. He okay, so the, the the big thing was like Scott Pruitt is renting this apartment from oh, this yes, energy yes, yes. A lobbyist lobby's friend. wife. And for like fifty bucks a night. Yeah. In DC. And he's like, Well, looking at Airbnb prices, that's like reasonable. And every news agency has looked into it and they're like, No, that's you, not you can't get actually fifty market bucks a rate. night in like Kansas. No, <laughs> no. And he's like renting like a like DC a apartment. DC apartment in like, like, like yeah. right off K yeah. Street or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Apparently, he like went home for a nap. <laughs> oh, when the, when they had to bust down his door in and the then, middle of the day. So he went home for a nap in the middle of a work day. In the middle of a work day, which must be nice. 
<laughs> Granted, when I lived across the street from my job, remember, I did that once or twice. <laughs> okay, so Scott, I was ahead of the Scott EPA. Brewitt, the head of the EPA, went to his... I was like, oh, I'm tired. It's been a long morning. It's been a long morning of doing nothing. I had a phone call. And oh, it's hard. Was I'm gonna, I need a nap. I need so a nap. So he went to his below market rate... Um, Apartment in DC that he's renting from a lobbyist. He's renting from a lobbyist and his energy lobbyist wife and his daughter apparently. Yeah. So we anyway, so he went home for that. a nap, which is a totally normal thing for the head of the EPA to then do. Then they I guess. needed him for something ostensibly, or they were like worried because they couldn't find him. <laughs> so his security detail knocked on the door of this low rate apartment and no answer, no answer. So they knocked like the police and no answer. So they fucking they, uh, broke the door down. Broke the door down of the apartment that he's paying almost no rent for to find him sleeping. And he's like, "What? What's going on?" Oh, like I get it. <laughs> Mid morning naps make me very disoriented. I understand. <laughs> However, <laughs> well, there's speculation it wasn't quite a nap. Barring like that's what I was gonna say. Barring like day drinking and or like pill popping, why yeah. did he not answer the door? Well, the, the, how who sleeps that hard during the day as a, a nap? That the uh, fucking Secret Service banging down your door does not wake you up. <laughs> so they literally destroy the store. Our of future this- AG Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> they break down the door of this private apartment building person is owned by an energy lobbyist wife that he's paying like 50 Which bucks a I day for. I guess they build the American taxpayer And they for. then, they, yes, then we had to pay for them knocking down that door so that the, this Airbnb that's clearly not a conflict of interest um, is, well, <laughs> is renting out to us. Well, the so story we paid gets for the better. Door. Apparently he didn't even pay his $50 a night tab and they just evicted him. What? That came, yeah, you didn't see that? No! That came out yesterday and it was mostly overlooked. Okay, that's KK not was because of that. Shit. But no, that's, that's a... <clears throat> that people... is because they're getting bad press because they were... The wife of an energy lobbyist was renting out a fucking apartment to the the head of the EPA for but, nothing. But and he they did were get like, like kicked out. I'm sure he got kicked out because they were like, we can't have any part of this anymore. No, I, I think he got kicked out long before that. Oh. Like, yeah, no. Oh, it, we're just finding out yes, that he didn't pay his tab. Yes. He didn't pay his very cheap tab. He didn't. He's he didn't that even, guy. Yeah. He probably tried to bill it. He's the guy who goes he, to he a dive bar. He probably tried to bill it to, to commerce or something, and like that paperwork got lost or didn't happen, oh or God. you can't do that. So he's like, yeah, no, 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 I'm going to take care of it. And then they just never got paid. And, he's that, well, he, and they're like, get perfect. the fuck out of here. It's perfect that he works for Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Give me a really great deal, and I'm still not going to pay for it. Yeah, I know. Because I like to stiff the little man. Right. Not or maybe he came back man, with them and offered them like 25 a night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this. You can take me to court, but I'll just, I'll just, I just I'll hand just, you I'll hand you a C note right now, and we'll call it even we'll just for call the it month. And they're like, get the here. fuck out. Woo. Also, you broke down our door. The <sighs> Secret Service broke down the door because you were day drinking, <laughs> and you passed out in our apartment, and then the Secret Service had to bang down, literally break down the door. So that's the guy Trump wants to be Attorney General. That and... can't be a thing. I know it's being reported, but like... Oh, I believe it. And then once once Scott that... Pruitt cannot become the fucking Attorney General of the United States. Jeff uh, Sessions is the worst. Trump wants Trust him to me. be. It's almost like talking into a vacuum, like saying... How could you possibly make someone who has no experience like I don't even need to say that sentence because clearly nobody cares. Well, it's going to get but, crazier and crazier, right? Because I, I am in the process of my brain is churning out a, a story about this before it gets too late. Like the latest thing is, OK, now 
we're really going to let Trump be Trump. We're going to take the shackles off, which we've heard a time or two before. But it's st- you're starting to see that with no. sending the National Guard to the border for absolutely oh, yeah. no reason and the tariffs, which the farmers, his biggest supporters are like, uh, you should back the fuck off this. And he's like, no, fuck you. Like, we're, we're getting to that territory. So crazier shit like... Name Pruitt AG, not have a chief of staff, you know, <laughs> declare National Eat Puppy Day, you know, whatever it is, he's just going to fucking do. I and mean, what? I what? No, I nobody mean, has stepped no. up to really stop him to this point. They've they've advised him not to do things. Things, and he listens occasionally. But, is, but he, he doesn't he listen does, to his lawyers. He, does he doesn't listen to, be... to his chief of staff. He listens to Fox News. And then he had, the, this is the really scary part. Right. He had this this meeting, this working breakfast or lunch, dinner, whatever, with like Hannity and like right wing bloggers and all these people the other weekend. And these are people that are way in the bubble. So I'm sure they're like, yeah, you can fire Mueller. It'll be fine. Worry about Make it. Pruitt the AG. Don't have a chief of staff. Send the army to the border. Whatever. Just just do whatever you feel. It'll all be great. And actually, everybody supports you and all the polls are fake. And. You know, we're, 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 we're getting to that territory. There's there's no there's no doubt. Well, yes. And and, and Trump and, and the reason we have it, because we've been speculating about this for months, right? Like he's about to go off the deep end and yeah. just get even crazier yeah. and just do all this crazy, ridiculous, asinine shit. And then he kind of steps back or somebody says, no, you can't really do that. And I think he's just so sick of being told he can't do exactly where his impulses are driving him. And he's just going to say he's just tired. He Like it's been what it's been. Since he was inaugurated, it's been a year and three months, right? Yeah, and in his and in his, and in his, in his lifetime, view, that like people have been telling him what he can and cannot do for a year and three months, he's fucking tired of it. Yes, he's never been told what he can and cannot do in his life, and if anyone ever told him what he could or could not do or tried to stop him from doing something, he had someone else fire them. Yes. So exactly. this is not happy for him. This is well, fun. This is an interesting. Well, let's look Everyone's at it from, criticizing him. This is like this is him having a, a, a man baby meltdown. Well, let's look at it him from his man baby perspective, right? From his view, all this constraints and advice, the Mueller probe didn't go away like they said it would yeah. in, in by Thanksgiving. Who said the that? The bad press God. hasn't stopped. No. Nope. Like, I'm sure they said it would if he would just do this and that and all the press clippings they send him every morning about how great he is. The <laughs> polls, even though he might think they're fake, still some of them look bad and that pisses yep. him off. So mm-hmm. from his point of view, it's like, well, I, I'm doing all these things and reining myself in and it's not helping. Helping. And look what I did on the campaign. I didn't listen to anybody and I won. <laughs> I did everything everyone said not to do and right. I still fucking won. Right. So why do I listen to and these he's people? And got, he's got a point. Yes. In his, yeah, in his I perverse mean, way. I get it. Like, Well, th- that's the thing, right? There's no fixing this. There, no. There's no fixing no. and wiping away the, the collusion no. and how deep no. Mueller's hand up is up his ass right now. No. And how like, mobbed up he is and yeah, how like yeah, dirty like, his finances are and like there's no there's no way there's to no get away from it. it. Yeah. So his deal is like fuck this. I'm done. And the funny thing too is like it's not like he surrounded himself with great people. <laughs> no, he really? surrounded himself with garbage people that Sick are giving him really bad advice. So I kind of am with him on this. Like, don't listen to them because they're really <laughs> bad at their job because they have no fucking idea what they're doing. Sure. Um sure. but don't just like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't just like. <sighs> well, well, look. It, Higher. I mean, I don't know. See, I, I don't have advice for this man. I, I want him to just. Well, go he, away, he, but. he's just playing to what's left of his base. Yeah. But he he 
is grossly over exaggerating how big his base is. Yes. Like, I think he actually yes. believes the only reason he lost the popular vote was because, like, five million illegal, illegal immigrants, immigrants voted. Illegal immigrants voted, and it was a horrible The polls are all fake. And, and, and No, I think that some of, like, his rhetoric, he really believes it. Like, he intensely believes that, like... Some of it, sure. That there's no way Hillary could have won more votes than me. It must yeah, have been yeah. a scam. Right. Like, right. it's... that He just had... He's a narcissist. Yeah. He's a narcissist. So there's no way that in his brain someone could have gotten more votes than him there must be something else there sure because there's no possibility of someone beating him right so can you imagine if he had lost <laughs> oh my god but anyway um as far as that goes yeah yeah the narcissist i mean who, but who would have cared we'd be on we would... day 406 of the pizzagate hearings but you know we would but we'd also not be where we are and we'd have a right. really lovely um very smart president who probably would have gotten a lot done that would be good for the country and not sent us backward by a couple of But be that decades. as it may, since that's not that's where not we are. That's not where we are. Sorry. Um, Didn't mean to get into fantasy land. Sometimes I watch Kate McKinnon's Hallelujah <laughs> cry. Anyway. The um, point is we don't really know what happens next, but I do get the sense that this time... Uh, the shackles are going to come off, and he's going to get crazier and crazier. He, well, he's like the, the madness he, of King George it is. area. Yeah, yeah, we are we are getting into a place where it's not like one day, and then he, they rein him in. Um, his like he wants to talk to the press now. Mm-hmm. I think it is that like his staff is no longer able to contain him. I don't think there's a Trump that didn't want to talk to the press. I think they've just disallowed him from doing so for so right, long. And right. now he's like, fuck that. And I'm on Air Force One and I want to talk to them. And I'm tw- they've not really been able to ever get him off the tweeting thing. But he's tweeting a bunch of shit. But he's also doing like press conferences and just saying shit to the press and just like announcing things that no one had any idea we were doing. And that's just coming out of his ass. And like his staff is at this point, I feel like unable to contain the crazy. Well, let's pivot to Stormy Daniels, right? Okay, because, I don't because this is the story that just won't go away. Yes, yes. And what's happening recently? I, this is something I haven't been following. What, the what, last week. what happened recently was that Trump finally said something, and he boy did oh. he say the wrong thing. I mean, not that there oh, was a God. right thing yeah, to no, say about this. Oh God, yeah, no, we do have to do this. Yeah, but he was yeah. on Air, he was on Air Force One. Yep. And up until now, he's been surprisingly disciplined. Completely at any time silent. Yeah. Every anyone has asked him, he's just yeah. he has not answered. And he hasn't been tweeting about her nope. or calling her a nope. slut or like all the things I was imagining. That's coming. But what what happened the other day was they they finally asked like, did you know about the payment, the hundred thirty thousand dollar payment to Stormy Daniels? And he said no. No. Now <laughs> let's break that down. <laughs> let's break that down, Trav. <laughs> let's break it down. Uh, I, I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but if you remember just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Trump tried to make Stormy Daniels go away by trying to enforce a... The rules of the NDA, the, 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 bogus the stipulations NDA. of the bogus NDA that said if she ever disclosed information, it was worth $1 million per, per incident. incident per time that she violated the NDA. Yeah. The NDA about the affair that he says never that happened. That he says didn't happen. Yeah. So she's telling things that didn't happen. I don't know. It gets a little fuzzy when <laughs> the this logic, happens. The logic, logic gets, gets a little follow. fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. So then he's like, you violated it 20 times. You owe me $20 million. And he thought that would scare them into going into away. going away. Settling or something. I don't but know. the race car driver lawyer. Who's very... Um, Avenetti, very is that right? Michael Avenetti. Avenetti. Yeah. At least he's good on TV. Yeah, I... I in reality, I don't know how good a lawyer he is. I don't but know he's, either, he's been, but he seems like kind of legit. Yeah. Kind of like him. Yeah. Um, 
So then they ask him, did you know about the $130,000 payment that your attorney paid to the porn star that you banged to keep her quiet? <laughs> and he was like, no, I had no idea. Yeah, so he, he's throwing Cohen under the bus. Uh, but doesn't, so, okay. What does that mean? If you didn't know that he paid the porn star that you banged, paid her off to stay quiet about the fact that that happened. It means Michael Cohen is who, either. Why, and he didn't sign the NDA, right? That's right. her claim. He didn't sign the NDA. Yeah, that was the original claim is that the, we don't, this NDA is bogus because he didn't sign it, which we thought, eh. That's kind of bullshit kind argument. Of bullshit, but, but like now he's saying, I didn't know about the payment. Well, they I didn't sign the they NDA by that. Yeah, it's like, I, that's why I think he's a pretty fucking good lawyer, yeah. right? You didn't sign the NDA. You don't know about the payment. So what NDA are you trying to enforce? For what reason? And, and that's, She's disclosing right. details that don't exist mm-hmm. from an NDA you didn't sign, <laughs> from a payment that you don't know anything about. <laughs> Where does she owe you $20 million? And, then he, and why right. are we having this conversation? Right, right. So then... Basically. So is he just saying I didn't know my lawyer paid off yes. the porn star? Yes. yes. But that, I did fucking definitely fuck her while Melania was pregnant or is he saying no. I didn't do any of that and I didn't know that we paid her off and I still want her to not say things about how we definitely didn't have sex but also if she says anything she owes me 20 million. It doesn't I work. Think, I think they've probably given up on the 20 million thing. I think well, that it, was never going to go through anyway, but that was a sure, no, stupid that, that thing to a, say. That was Who a, fucking inti- made that intimidation decision? tactic? Who? Cohen? Or Trump. One of, you know, the brain trust, Don Jr., one of those geniuses. <laughs> but I mean, like the point was like, uh, this, this is how he scared a lot. This is, I'm sure, how he scared contractors and oh, yeah. other people that he screwed over yeah. before. Yeah. And we know Michael Cohen. So it's probably Cohen because Cohen has a history of doing those kind of things. Remember He's all that? I'm gonna, what yeah. I'm going to do is disgusting and I'm going to ruin your life and I'm going to sue you for yeah. every penny. And a lot of people probably do get intimidated by that. Like, oh, here's a big name lawyer and he's going to drown me in litigation and I better just settle or get out of this or shut up. And it's absolutely a litigation and, tactic. And, and, it and, absolutely and, is. If you and, can afford and, to pay the hourly rate yeah. of litigation attorneys, you can bury people in so much law that right. they can't get, and, and they Stormy can't pay Daniels, their fucking lawyer. I'm guessing, probably went to her lawyer and said, shit, I'm, I'm kind of scared of this. What do we do? And he said, nothing. This, this no, is, trust this me. This is exactly, exactly the what plan. we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. worked. It did. So yeah. <laughs> what Trump, I think, is trying to do <laughs> is to have his lawyer take the fall. Um, Hold on. He's okay. trying to, that, that Michael Cohen hatched this whole thing. Because there was a story out there that this porn star was going to say this before the... In October of 2016. Mm -hmm. And ostensibly, I'm not going to comment too much, but she she may have just made it up. But even if it went forward, it would be bad press. So my lawyer decided to do a solid for me and just pay her some money to, to not mention it, even though nothing actually happened. And then just hope the public buys that. Let Cohen take the fall. Let him get disbarred or go to prison. Which, you know, if, if he's a, a made guy in a mob family is a decent possibility. I, you know, Mueller or others may squeeze him, but I think he'd do some time for Trump. I mean, it, it also depends how deep is he into Russia stuff. Well, I don't know about that. Well, but if we're just talking about Stormy Daniels. So the idea is then that Trump did not fuck her. That's his story. Did Right. This is his plan, right? Didn't do anything. His lawyer decided to shut her up because it was October of 2016. And we already uh, had the access. Made up a fake NDA without his approval. Without his approval. Because it's 
post access his name Ho- is on it. Post access Hollywood, right? We don't need some porn star saying that this happened. Right. Shut her up. Get an NDA so she can't say anything. Pay her some money. It's very a small amount considering. Very, yeah. Um, sign it without him. He doesn't need to be involved. Make up a fake name for both of them, which he did. D- David Dennison. Yeah, David Dennison. I'm surprised it wasn't John Barron. Um, <laughs> and then, and then Trump's just doesn't know anything. Now I can tell you. That's not really how lawyers work. You can't really do that, right? You don't really get to act on your client's behalf without their consent ever. No, you can't. Um, you can't be sort of the lawyer and the client. You can't. Wearing one hat. You really can't. You have to tell your clients what the offers are and what your plan to do. You have to get their consent about yes, this is a good idea. No, this is the path I want to go. Here are your options. You have to be really clear and communicate with your clients about your plans and your actions. And if you choose to just, I don't know, write up a fake NDA and pay off a porn star before an election, <laughs> that seems like something that gets you disbarred. Well, without there, talking to your client, that's without just, without even telling him, without even a, a pri- saying, hey, by the way, this fucking porn star is going to say that you fucked her and this is bad. No, no, he, did, he, he didn't even do that, right? Well, that's Cohen's just, going to go down. It's that's gonna the be, tip of the iceberg, that's, right? He's going to be like... I literally didn't tell him that this was a thing and I just made all of these actions and all of this shit. Yeah, that's what it looks like he's going to say. And he's going to get disbarred and maybe go to jail. Well, that's just the law license part. Remember that $130 is also going to be a contribution. That's an in-kind contribution to the campaign of elect Donald Trump, period. You cannot pay off some, like, especially the timing, right? Like October 2016, November is the election. This porn star has a literal... um, interview with a magazine i don't i forget who it was or some publication and she's gonna tell the story about how her and donald i think Trump it was fucked. people or yeah it was a big one yeah right like a kind of trash but like you know things they people are. read yeah. and you decide as his lawyer this cannot happen right like post access hollywood hillary's a lady can't be fucking porn stars here Plus, it was during the time when Melania was pregnant. It's going to look so bad. Well, I'm going to get to the Melania gotta, thing because that might be a very interesting caveat. Yes, but hold on. So, Trump but during but during this period, away. right? Like it's it's like a month before the election, maybe uh-huh. even a couple of weeks before the election, October of 2016. Yeah, the ultimate October surprise, right? If you decide to pay her so that she doesn't say anything because the election's a month away, that is. A thousand percent by the FEC in in kind campaign contribution. Mm -hmm. And those are limited and it's not limited to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. It's limited to, I think, ten thousand. So you are not allowed to pay someone to benefit a campaign one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, regardless of whether Trump paid him back, which is another interesting thing that. Well, I was going to get to that about like I was trying to get like reimbursed. But anyway. That's that's a federal election commission violation. That yes. is a violation of federal election law and federal campaign finance law. You cannot pay a giant sum of money to affect an election without a reporting it and b without being within <laughs> the limits of those campaign contributions. Sure which didn't report it. All of those things are things. So, but here, but, but then doesn't it branch off into more legal problems because then there's does. the LLC he created. Correct. There are the the pseudonyms he used for the transfer of the money. Yes. I mean, where did a the money come from initially? In this. Right. I mean, it comes from this LLC, but where did the money get put into the LLC? Who did that? Now Cohen has, has claimed since day one is from his personal. Bank account. He, he said that, like, didn't he say he mortgaged his house? 
That's right. He took out a, a, a line like of equity. I like a second on his house <laughs> I to pay off a porn star who fucked the presidential candidate. All of this is I would like, have loved to have been in that room at like Citibank. Like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a line <laughs> of equity. Oh, what are you building an addition to your house? No. Well, uh, my boss um, <laughs> fucked a porn star, but he's trying to get elected. That. So he's probably in trouble so with the like, bank, too. Uh, so the bank could go after him for there for could be there could be potential fraud. No, there could definitely be potential fraud if it was a loan against his house. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure I mean, he didn't. The bank is not okay. The way banks work <laughs> is like, I want money. What do you? Well, okay, we'll give you money. What do you have if you don't pay us back? And he's like, I have a presidential I have, candidate. I have no, I have equity. In no, my house. I have equity in my house. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't ask anything. Maybe you can do it online. Maybe, these days. maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway, the point it's is, Michael Cohen is in a world of shit. And there's no way you can tell me he hatched this all on his own without any direction from the boss. There's no way. No. No. There's absolutely well, no way. <laughs> anyway. I feel like he could spin a yarn about like this whole thing just to your like little like your logic thing like there's a there's a place where his supporters could be like obviously trump did not know because his lawyer did all these things uh-huh. but that's just not how being a lawyer works and so <laughs> i think <laughs> beyond his base there's going to be like major repercussions for michael cohen and for well the, the latest thing is avenatti <laughs> is claiming that uh coming up and in the next day or so he's got a major announcement about some mafia thug who or somebody the like that threatened yeah, Stormy Daniels you, so, in a parking lot in Las Vegas. Yeah. Now here's the problem with that. <clears throat> From a legal standpoint, this supposedly took place in 2011, so this is just PR and this is just I mean there's a statute of limitations if there was a crime committed there obviously and we're way past 5 years. But sure. It does certainly play to their case. It does. Um and the problem with this is just what you said per, it's just really PR, right? Yeah. We can does she have video evidence? Like, what what evidence does she have other than if this, unless the guy who, which is a really gross story, by the way. Maybe I they don't do. know. I Maybe don't she care has how audio. you feel. I don't, know. I don't care how you feel about sex workers. I don't feel how you I care how you feel about porn or anything else. She is a human being, and she was doing a very human thing, which was going to the grocery store, coming back to her car, loading her groceries into the backseat of her car as a human being person, woman, and some fucking guy came over. And her daughter was strapped into her uh, car seat. And this guy came over to her and said, you have to fucking drop this shit about Trump. Uh, Don't tell the story to anybody. And looked at her daughter and said, that's a really beautiful child. Named the daughter's name and said, I would hate for anything to happen to her. Should you say something? Yeah, I don't care how you fucking feel about what she is or what she does for a living. I mean, I do care. You shouldn't care because women have um, rights over their own bodies. But that's just a no one should be subjected to that. Yeah, no one. Now, if they come forward with this guy's name, I don't think that matters. You can't prove he did that. It, it, it might have just been Michael Cohen, <coughs> to be perfectly honest. No, seriously. Seriously. Would that be surprising? Or like his assistant or something. Avenatti might just go on and be like, yeah, it was Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen She got a picture her. of his license okay, as he can drove definitely away. Not have it been matches him. up with his. Is he literally the worst lawyer ever then? You can't do that. 
ethical rules are Trump's bind lawyer. lawyers to a whole bunch of shit. There, there's there's limits. It's got to be, and it can't be his assistant. It can't be anybody related to him. But maybe it's his butt. Who's that bodyguard hilarious. that he had? Oh yeah, I maybe, forgot. Maybe it's somebody we know. They wouldn't make an announcement to say Joe Schmo. You've never heard of was the guy that Who's came connect, up in a parking lot. Unless he's lot. like, oh, this Russian mob guy that's <laughs> yeah. being investigated by Oleg Mueller. Deripaska. <laughs> yeah, Oleg Deripaska. Or who's the other story guy? <laughs> Felix Sater. <laughs> it was Felix Sater. <laughs> it was Felix Sater. He yeah, threatened that Stormy would be, Daniels. That would be something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I don't think it matters. Other than just to keep it's it. It's got to be something. It's, well, think, I think right? it's just to keep it in the news cycle. Keep talking it's about not, it. It hasn't left the news cycle. I, yeah, you know, keep it. Keep things up. Major announcement. You know, we'll see. Here's the guy's name. Oh, nothing's going to happen. But oh, you know, <laughs> that's interesting. Let's talk about it more. <laughs> we'll see. Bring I don't up the know. fact that this happened. I mean, it's smart. Yeah, and I hope it's just some, something more than this happened and this was and they like they have some sort of proof or but they've seemed to every step of the way they've seemed to have got you no know, he's good yeah you know and what he's she's doing. great yeah she has been like relentlessly slut shamed and like that doesn't horribly buddied and no she doesn't give a fuck she's kind of amazing mm-hmm. like the shit that's been released about her and and her past on that topic no hold on oh sorry the shit that's been said to her and about her in social media especially on twitter mostly by good evangelical christians yeah which they love trump and hate her it's funny that way um she just keeps like taking the high road and also like the low road so she'll (laughs) just be like um you know they'll say something horribly slut shaming you know at this point hang on sex worker shaming and whatever and then she'll just come back with like yep i totally suck great cock and also the president (laughs) fucked me like she just is not having any of it she's just not letting them she's coming to their level and not letting them make her feel bad about who she is or what she does for a living or what she knows and i fucking love her for that you know i think at this point she's reflecting on what happened and you know, the, the her kid getting threatened and mm-hmm. this kind of gross relationship she had. And she's just like, man, fuck this guy. And that's why she was going to give yeah. the interview. And then when they tried to buy her silence and then retaliate with this, you know, $20 million bullshit, she's like, okay, fuck this. Right. I'm, fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Which is great. No, it's so good. She's the only one that's had the balls to do that. Right. Of all the people that he's yes. fucked, she's the first one that said, I'm going to take the heat. I'm going to take the mob threats. Yep. I'm going to take the litigation threats. Yep. I'm going to go through the gauntlet. I'm yep. going to let uh, you know ha- ha- 40% of the country call me a horrible slut yep. and make the rape and the death threats. Fuck, Fuck it. it. I'm on a mission. Fuck you. Fuck you. Got to respect that. I mean, that's something I feel like a sex worker was made for. Yeah. You know, you have to develop such a thick skin and you have to be so like, I don't know. I think that that's like part of it is like that she's already because she's such a high profile sex worker that like she's already taken on so many of those like Mm -hmm. slut shaming death rape threat things that she's just built for it now. And like. Now it's the fucking president and his cronies, and she's just like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. You don't matter. You don't matter. And and she's taking control of the situation, whereas poor Monica Lewinsky was was a very young. Twenty-five-year-old intern that you know? was that was caught up in a whirlwind. She had no idea how to process. No, stories this is different. Seems no. very much a she was of the like, situation. sure, I'll fuck this rich guy. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and then 
they tried to fuck her over about it. And she was like, no, (laughs) not happening. No, 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 no. Anyway, uh, we're going to stay on the the sex worker topic because there's a lot more stuff happening. And I wanted to talk quickly about the sex coach in Thailand because this was interesting, right? I don't know anything about this. Well, she's a, a, I believe she's a Russian national who ended up oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Thailand, and then she asked for asylum, but then she was charged with She got arrested in Thailand, mm-hmm. yes. And she has basically said, I have the goods on the Trump-Russia Manafort I connection. I have video. I was there on the yacht with the orgies and the deals being made to steal the election. I mean, that's basically what she's saying. Uh, but she's claiming that she has like video and audio of these things. Yes. And so... Here, here's the problem, though. She has requested asylum in the United States. Yes. The problem is the U.S. State Department and Would the DOJ Correct. is under Trump. Right. So well, they don't want to do that. Well, I'm us. sure Mueller might consider that <laughs> the you know the rest of the mechanisms would not. They they don't want that. So she, I think she would be wiser to. Right. Uh, this is what we were talking about. Asylum she needs in the to, UK or She France needs to request or, asylum from a country that's an ally of ours that is not pro-Trump. So Germany, the UK. US. Um, not US. Um, Canada. France, probably Canada. not Canada. I would think Germany would be her oh, best bet. Oh, I think bet. Canada would be a good one too. Um, yeah, Trudeau might might do it. But it, that's a little trickier. Because you'd have to convince. Yeah. There would have to be, you yeah. know, a, it, it's tricky. It's tricky, but I, I don't think. And I don't know if it's going to happen, requesting but Requesting asylum from the US is gonna ever happen so i think it's in her better interest to request asylum from one of our allies or people that we're close to but not that close to like i think germany would be my number one bet there especially because they're taking in so many refugees um and just say like political asylum and then once she's out of thailand and out of thai prison she can go to germany or wherever and then Mueller's happy to talk to her about whatever information she has Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, she doesn't have to be a U.S. citizen I, to have evidence in look, a, I don't, this Look, I don't case. know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if she actually has anything or she's... I, who knows? Well, and there's a lot of people that are talking about credibility issues that yeah, she might I mean, have. and all We don't know anything things. about this lady. People also are like super sex work shamey, which I'm very against. But like... There's other issues besides the fact that she's a sex worker that like she has some credibility issues. Well, Trump has had a thing for sex workers for decades. That's that could be the thing that unravels. So not surprising to me at fucking all. No. Um, But but the point is, even if she has credibility issues, if she has video or audio of things that have happened, it doesn't really matter who she is or what her life has looked like. It matters what evidence that she can provide to the investigation. In this day and age, video is much more effective. Audio, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Agreed. Right. But she's claimed video evidence. So if she and has that, then it. I don't care about her credibility. I don't actually think that she's that uncredible, but there's people that are concerned. Um, but if she has video, then her credibility is not at stake. It's about <laughs> what the fucking video shows, <laughs> you know. Speaking of which, we're still just counting the days till we see Trump dick pics in our video. I can't do it, baby. I can't talk <laughs> about Trump fucking dick pics or sex. You know, it's coming. No, I can't. Have that be a world I live in, okay? TMZ. No. I was say Gawker, but they don't exist anymore. No. Right? TMZ or... <laughs> can't. Uh, what, I can't. What was the one that was always breaking no. the the political scandals first back in the day? What what were, what was that website? Was it Red? I don't know. Roll Call the Hill. They're all... No, 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 no. This was like... It was just about smut <clears throat> and scandal and... I don't know. 
I forget. Yeah, I don't even know if they're around anymore. I can't do it. So it's anyway, going to be your job to do it because there's no fucking way in a million years. I'm not looking at that. You're gonna, you I'm not doing it. I'm not being traumatized by reading sexts from Donald Trump and looking at goddamn dick pics. I'm not doing that. Oh, we're that. reading the sex. Oh, no. You will get someone else on this podcast before I do that shit. I am not. I will Our friend Kristen says she'll read the sex. All right. Kristen, who's in here from in town from um, out of town. Will come from Nolens. The only way you're going to be on recording. She says the only way we'll get her on a recording is reading, reading Trump sex messages, though. That's I, well, I will we'll, never we'll want to have we'll sex do again. A, we'll do a theme to it. We'll like do it oh my God. as characters from uh, Downton Abbey <laughs> or from the West Wing. or No, know. do not fuck with the West Wing ever. Do not. No. You don't get to be Donna and Josh and read, read Trump, Trump sex. sex. No. They might do it. I I'm refuse. Like they might do it on Colbert. I, Can you see them do that? There's no, there's no. Okay, we're not defaming <laughs> the West Wing with Trump sex. And if you guys want to do that, you're welcome. It's to, time for a I'm gritty West Wing reboot. Stop like, it! <laughs> no, that's my favorite thing that exists. You're not fucking with the West Wing. No. All right. No. Uh, I, I I I vehemently object. On the topic of sex workers, do you want to get into that new? We have a couple minutes. For I the don't want to do that before the break. Okay. But we'll talk about it in a minute. So um, in wrapping up all of the horrifying. Wrapping up Trump in a bow. In a condom, hopefully. Wrapping up Trump's wiener in a bow, which is going to be the first. Can we just not? I can't. Sex that they're going to. It's just so fucking gross. So fucking gross. Do you think he's, do you think he spray tans so that fucking, too? Oh my God. I'm sure his spray tanner does. Yeah. But it's got to be like this tiny thing like poking out from like the fold and I just can't like I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, it's, just so it's like a like a like a budding flower. That has no, that's yet. a mean to flowers. All flowers everywhere are objected to this. So I'm telling um, you, be psychologically prepared. You I'm not. You're just going to open your Twitter one day. It'll be there. No, it will not. Twitter I, moments like, oh, what's on Twitter? Oh, my God. Oh, it's the God. president's dick. He sent it to Stormy Daniels with a steamy text that said, can't wait to barely put this inside of you. Um, I don't know. It's probably way grosser than that. Like, look how oh. massive it is next to my tiny hand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if he does like a perspective shot, it's probably going to probably look looks kind size, of decent right? size with like, his tiny hands. <laughs> well, look. So, look, it's pretty big, right? <laughs> Comparatively. No, you didn't realize my hands were child sized. Oh, yeah. It's tiny. Um, I don't know if it even. I don't know. Oh, God. I know. We've, that's where we are. We've devolved it's, to talking about the president's tiny <laughs> penis on the podcast about politics. You know it's happening. Because that's where we are. And you know it's it is fine. tiny. Because if it wasn't, <laughs> he wouldn't he be. Would be. He wouldn't be fighting. Oh yeah, release him. Go. Yo, please. do it. There's no NDAs. Yeah. Show him my huge show, cock. Show. It's fine. Yeah. Release that shit. It's a giant. Let's show the world how big Every, my dick I'm gonna is. I'm going to hold a press conference. Even Putin with, it, with an easel. Even with an easel of my dick, I sent to a porn star I banged. Look at what a big man I am. I'm going to go to the Putin UN and be like, like Adelaide Stevenson just showing the where you know the what? Russian missiles were. Doesn't even matter because there's just the president's dick is so big look at it and he fucked a porn star with that thing that monster can you believe chuck, it chuck grassley will have an easel with it doesn't we don't need to do anything with uh. the president's dick clearly he's, 
He's, he's in charge. He's of the in situation. charge of the situation. No, oh yeah. God. No, you sign NDAs and pay off people not to talk about your dick. That's probably not great. Not a good sign. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll let Trump be Trump. That's what we're doing, folks. It's going to be great. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there is, what is it? this thing called? I'm so sorry. SESTA slash FOSTA. So the Senate bill is SESTA, S-E-S-T-A, and FOSTA is the House bill, F-O-S-T-A. There's Democrats it, involved it, in, the, it, in that, too. It, there we are, to talk about and it, it uh, starts talking. It's it's seemingly about sex trafficking, and it actually is not about sex trafficking. There, there is and some of that in there. It, it's problematic all fucking over the place. It, it is, and, and I want to relate this. It's going to affect your internet. It's yeah. going to affect yeah. your online life. It's going to affect everybody, and it's not going to help sex workers or sex I want to. I want to tie all. this into also... <laughs> News that broke last night that Backpage.com yep. has been shut down. That's why. Uh, and and we have to mention that Kamala Harris and Claire McCaskill were heavily behind that. Now, I've done some reading into this, and there was some shitty stuff on Backpage.com that never got. We're going to talk about a lot of that, but like, this is not good. Overall. Even though some people I really love support it, they don't fully understand because they don't look at sex work as legitimate labor. And they think that all sex workers are trafficked, and there's just problematic viewpoints and and, and this biases is a debate about that, sex workers. That's actually and, been going on in the feminist community for many yes, years. Yes, very much so. Especially with the second waivers. Yes, I remember We've been seeing, fighting with them about trans people uh, and sex workers for about forty years. I remember seeing a whole documentary. <laughs> this very well-meaning lady that was just she's a second-wave feminist, I yeah. think, from Great Britain, and she's just completely convinced that there is no way sex work of any kind can ever be consensual. Yep. And or, the next step yeah. from that is Catherine McKinnon and we get to no sex of any kind can ever be consensual. <laughs> right. Because of the right. patriarchy. Right, right. So, so okay. we're going to get into some we're like, get into heavy some feminist shit. topics in a minute. But yeah, uh, let's yeah. take a break real quick. So like we said, we didn't have anything to talk about. Now we can't shut up. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> we'll be right back. to the Reverend Testimony. We're going to switch gears slightly and talk about new uh, legislation, which yeah, is what it is. Yeah. So the House passed a bill um, that's named FOSTA, F-O-S-T-A, um, and then the Senate passed their own, which is how legislation works, and um, it was about, it was called SESTA. And these are anti-sex trafficking bills, which sounds awesome, right? Like, doesn't want that um unfortunately these things are not actually 
good or helpful or anything of the kind. Um, the idea is that they want to shut down certain parts of the internet who have been known for like that like law enforcement officials use to track down sex sex traffickers, right? To catch underage teens who are being pimped out of hotel rooms right. and shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Which does happen. It totally does. It also happens that like kids are brought in from different countries and sold. Like we have a sex mm-hmm. trafficking problem in this country and that yes. is all over the world. Up all over the world. That is absolutely acknowledged and we should definitely try to do something about that. So Congress, the Republican Congress, tried to do something about that. But really, that's not what they were trying to do. Um, And instead, they want to target all sex workers, which they've been wanting to do forever. This gives them a really clear cover to do so because we're talking about trafficking. And trafficking and sex work can sometimes look like the same thing. And we can definitely um, there's a way to like frame it in the same way, but it's really not the same thing. So what they did was they they tried to target the Internet um, because the Internet is the most commonly used thing to traffic people. But it's right. also the most commonly used place to do everything else, do everything in the world. on the in the world. Yeah. So um, some of the I guess just like the basics of it is that so there's already one passed in the House and already one passed in the Senate, which means that once they reconcile those two things, it goes to the president and he'll almost certainly sign it. This is a huge problem because it affects not just sex workers. So if you don't care about that, that's fine. But it also affects like your ability to have, I don't know, let's say you're in a long distance relationship and you want to have like a sexy talk with your partner over Skype. Okay. Mm -hmm. This affects that. This says like that could be a violation of our terms of service. Uh, We could suspend your account. And also maybe we want to look at what you were saying to your partner when you were having that sexy talk. Which is none of their business. Obviously. (laughs) I don't fucking think it should be. Should phone sex with you and your long distance partner be a thing that Skype should be able to look at, read and decide if it violates this law? I think that's a pretty clear violation of people's privacy. That's what this law does. It also does things like um, the dating section of Craigslist, for example, pulled. So no longer is there a missed connections. No longer is there a, hey, I have this really specific thing that I'm looking for and I'm mm-hmm. hoping to find someone, right? I, I Personally, I'm terrified of people looking for sex on Craigslist, but it's That's not my not, business. It's And it's not something that I'm going to do, but it's also not something that People shouldn't be able to do. Consenting adults. Consenting adults should be able to do what the fuck they want, as Mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned. Um, Things like Grindr and Tinder and OkCupid, um, especially Grindr and Tinder and the, what's the one where you swipe? That's Tinder. Tinder. Okay. They they all do that now. Actually, they've yeah. all taken the all Tinder the swipey model. things so it's and all the like. Swiping. And and because of the um, location part of it, because you you specifically like where you are with Grinder. I know um, where you are is like how they locate people around you. That they all do that. Right. All of that 
would be a violation of this law. Yeah. So no more dating Goodbye apps. Goodbye dating apps. No more dating apps. No more. What are um, us millennials going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> we spend 10 hours a day on dating apps. I mean, literally this. No, this is going to go probably go to the president after reconciliation. And it may mean the end of dating apps. It may mean the end of things like FetLife, which is like a kink community specific dating app that does a lot. It's not really a dating app. It's like a Facebook. It's like a, social, it's like a Facebook yeah, for kink people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, That's a better description. They've already like made a bunch of changes to things that they think might be a violation of this law. Um, yeah, like it's not just about sex workers. And it's yeah. definitely not just about fucking trafficking children. It's about taking away. It's about the fact that when you elect Republicans in this country, you elect people who are have a moralistic and singular view of sex mm-hmm. and especially of women and of wanting to control sex that people have and particularly women's sexuality and make it a thing that they can control. Yes. And that is what this law is. Yes. That is period. It is about we don't like all these young people just going online and finding sex places. That is very <laughs> offensive to us. Yeah. Why don't you go to church and find a nice lady, marry her and have five <laughs> kids and then vote Republican? They don't like it and they don't want it. They don't want it the same reason they don't want us to have abortion rights, the same reason they don't want us to have reproductive rights in general, birth control, all the same things. This is this is straight up what you do when you elect Republicans is they – are really good at messaging. So this is a sex trafficking bill. Right. And what it is, is a, a wholesale uh, review of how young people have sex online and how young people engage each other in romantic relationships and how everyone, right, engages in romantic relationships that are not from a marriage from church that results in kids and that they're shutting it down. The ads are- it, it is seriously the, that's what's happening the political ads write themselves right Let, let's yeah. say a yeah a a democrat running for office sees this sees the pitfalls and says i don't support this bill yeah well so and so is, is wants against your child to be traffic. sold for sex to a muslim who believes in 17 virgins i mean it it literally writes itself yeah right so it, it this is very very scary and very very bad and it, i don't care if you care about sex workers but i do and one of the things that has been they've been sounding the loudest alarm about this but one of the things that is really important is actual advocates of sex workers people that want to stop sex trafficking people that really want to help people who are in a trafficking situation a lot of the ways that they're able to find people to help has been through these these pages right they Mm -hmm. go on backpage.com they go on Craigslist. Yeah, the FBI uses them a lot, I know. But actual advocates of these people who are not trying to say that all sex work should be illegal and everyone who's a sex worker is trafficked, and we can talk about Nadine Strawson and Catherine McKinnon, but people who actually do good work in this community are saying loudly, this is really fucking bad for us. It's really going to be hard for us to find victims of trafficking if we can't access the online communities that they're using. Right. So if a sex trafficker is trying to sell a child, we need to be able to access those online venues where they're selling that child. And they've been pretty successful in doing that. Shutting down these these websites and shutting down these portals for these things does 
everything to help Republicans control women's sexuality and really nothing to help victims of sex trafficking. It actually hurts efforts to do that. So this bill is horrifyingly bad. It's really nobody's talking about it and I wish they would be. So we're going to. This is one of those calls to action that I'm just going to have to say, like, I would really like everybody to please call their senator and congressman and and talk to them about this. Like, I don't know that that's it hasn't been fully reconciled yet. So it's possible that we can make change here. We can make an effect here because the bill hasn't become a full bill yet. It's still being reconciled between the two um, houses of Congress. But this is a thing that, like, even if you don't care about that, you should, if you, like, ever plan on dating or want to, like, have a fucking sexy Skype call, this <laughs> affects you. You know? This is a thing that affects everyone. It, it, and combined with, like, the net neutrality bullshit that's going on, like, this is fundamentally changing the internet <clears throat> so that, like, your racist uncle can control what you say and do online. And I don't think anyone wants that. Can we, can I put on my very cynical capitalist hat for a second? Yeah. Uh, these apps are big money makers. Yeah. And it doesn't, isn't there a Silicon Valley lobby in there that's trying to get some of that written out or fix that in this bill? You know, uh, I, because there is pretty decent bipartisan support last I heard for the bill. That's because of the way the bill's being framed. Sure. I, right. I right? get that. But um, who wants to be against the anti-sex trafficking of children bill? Right. It's really hard to put that on your and, and it's another thing Republicans have always been good at. Is, so is fucking much naming better these than bills are. and titling these bills. <laughs> the, you know, so America Freedom Bald Eagle bill. American which actually Freedom, don't let your kids be gives, sex. Do you want your kids to be a sex slave? No. Vote for this bill. Oh, right. it has actually nothing to do with that. It really doesn't help that at all. It just makes... It's so that women can't show their lady parts online. It really affects like cam models. It really affects um, like it's it's really bad. It's so really bad. Both versions have passed and now they have yes, to reconcile them. They have to reconcile them. them and then they'll give them to the president who will most certainly sign it because what's he going to say? Well, there could I want to fuck my daughter, but I definitely don't want to sign this bill. Th- there He's certainly sign will it. be legal challenges. Yeah. I so think so. We'll see where Certainly. this goes, but I think. But then, then we get it to the Supreme Court, and oh boy, and then what? And then they struggle with internet shit. They really don't. Because they know don't what know to how do it works. It. They yeah. don't know how it works. They're they old. don't know why it works. They don't know. It's a series what of tubes. people are They're doing. Ted Stevens. Yeah. They just, they just are like, so people are dating on this. You swipe. What is happening? <laughs> I mean, these people are fucking old. <laughs> And they don't know really what to do with it from a constitutional perspective because they there they, is yeah. no there is no precedent. We are in the age of making precedent for internet control and for, it's for, not in the for constitutional law about the internet. This is the age where we're gonna start doing that. We've been doing it a little bit over the past twenty years, but really this is the age where we're starting to see actual cases that have standing come before the court and it but it may take five ten years before it gets before the court before there's actual standing where there's been harm and they actually want to hear it and then by then the internet no longer looks like the internet yeah like this may be the last this 2016 the election in 2016 may have been the extinction of the internet as we know seriously like considering net neutrality and this bullshit like we may have been the last generation that experienced the internet like it used to be and it may be a thing that's entirely different now 
and it's entirely controlled and there is no more there's no more it's of like the internet in china correct or there is no Eastern more internet European like we think countries. of the internet yeah. this may the the election of 2016 may have ended that and that's something for us to really think about well it, you know it's um <clears throat> this podcast for example yeah should we talk about dhs might not be a thing that we can do well or that will at least be heavily monitored uh dhs department of homeland security announced they would like a list of quote influential political people yep journalists it was under the heading of like media monitoring something Right. And what, what what was the like guys for doing that? Yeah. The, uh, it was I, like, I don't, I don't we just want to see what the media is up to <laughs> to make sure that it's not harming national security, which is just like such a fascist fucking thing to say. Yeah, I don't even know I, where to start. I, I really don't think that, um, that one, it, it, that version of it is going to go far. The ACLU uh, and other obviously groups, very easy First Amendment. You know, we haven't I, torn up I, the First Amendment yet. Not yet. Uh, And that's pretty blatant. It's pretty shocking and blatant that they'd even do this. And, you know, you and I aren't going to be on the first list. No. But we'd be on the second or third list. Maybe. I tweeted at them just to, you know. Just to fuck with them. (laughs) Just make sure we're on the list. Check the podcast. (laughs) Check it out. Listen. You might like it. There's a loud lady who says fuck a lot. She does say fuck quite a bit. I know. Um... Is it in the national security? Is it against national security interests like... to speculate on the size and tone of the president's dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. One of these days, like if if everything keeps going the way it's going, we'll get put on a list and then we won't be here anymore. We might already be on the list. Yeah, you know? Know. We have some paranoid friends or smart friends who already assume we're on all kinds of lists. So Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? I mean, everybody's on every list. They're, all our privacy and information has been bought, Completely sold bought, 800 yep, times yep, over. Yep. No, we're living in a, in a new world, folks. Like The Russians and all the intelligence agencies know everything about all our political affiliations, what we do, what we're organized in. Yep. You know, they can't keep in up In part, we've all. given them all this information. Yeah, we've glad Social all media. the times we clicked accept on our Facebook yep. updates and iTunes yep. updates and yep. everything else. We've, we've given them all this, but we have to understand, too, like this is a different world now. We've created a new world and we don't exactly know how to navigate it. And we're doing a really shit job of doing so. Yes. And that really shit job is going to probably change the nature of how society functions post Internet world. I mean, Internet world's only been around since... A little in after earnest. I was boring. In earnest. Well, I mean, when when I when we talk about internet world, I'm talking about the majority of Americans having internet and using internet. Right. So we're talking really the early 2000s. Early 2000s. So we're talking about like 2002, 20, less than 20 years. Yes. So 15 years in the so. the scope of of the history of our civilization, <laughs> especially the history of our country. Um, it's a very short amount of time for a lot of change to have happened, and we haven't really done a good job of gatekeeping and navigating that change. And that shit job that we've done, I think, is going to is about to bite us in the ass. Yeah. And I think a lot of things are going to happen in the next twenty years that um, are going to not be good. Yeah. And this th- this is the start of it. This kind of um, <sighs> regulation of this industry and and the privacy concerns and the sharing of information and uh, hacking and all the things that are happening i really not trying to be hyperbolic but i do think that like we gave up 
everything because we didn't understand what we were doing. And then there's going to be like a big door slam and it's going to be hard and bad. Well, it's speaking of pivoting to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Yeah. It has become very clear that Mark Zuckerberg is very, very smart in a very dastardly way. Yeah. And that very early on, he sort of realized like, I, people pay big, big money for mm-hmm. data that yeah. is very difficult to collect. Yep. And we can collect it and sell we it. We can collect in it mass for free. For free, yeah. People will just give it to us. Yeah. They'll just tell us what they sure. like. And they'll answer questionnaires without thinking about it and we will bury it in our terms and, and conditions and legal nobody reads never that understand. shit and if they read it they wouldn't understand it yeah. i'm just gonna I, they'll literally answer any question i ask they will give and, and, me yeah. every bit of information about where they're from who their friends are who There's their no loved ones are where they it. went to school where they work where they used to work where they live what kind of car they drive, what they did this weekend. I can literally collect every piece of information about every person on this planet, not by making them give it to me, but by just asking them to. And then I can sell it. Well, I can incorporate it. This is how the platform works. You share all this information. Yeah, because it's to interact being friendly. With the world. You interact with your friends. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point of you learned being what on Martha Facebook. baked on Sunday. Yeah. That's important. That's way more important than like you know. And now it's a sounding board to talk yep. about my political pre- pre- Now we know how you feel about politics. Now we know how you feel about the world. And now we know buying habits. What and, your buying habits are. Yeah. Now we know and and that data to be totally cynical can absolutely be used against people that don't agree with this current administration. Um, frankly. Yeah, of course, of course. Those people are all on a list. So Zuckerberg, I'm sure figured this out a long, long time ago. And then you could certainly argue that he got greedy and sloppy and didn't take into account, you know, places where there is some regulation on the internet in places like Europe and, China, North Korea. Well, now he's going to be in some trouble. I agree. I think that he went too far. (laughs) He because he was he was warned over the years. I don't think he was lazy. I think I don't think lazy had anything to do with it. I think greedy has everything. to do He just got away with it for so long. Well, no, but there was something to get away with. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He didn't steal my information. He didn't hack my account. No, no, I told him everything. As far as United States laws, yes, but as far as like European Union laws and some individual European Mm. countries' laws, he he has run afoul of those badly, afoul of those, and that's where he's going to potentially be in some trouble. So, yeah, but no, this all ties in together. With yep. all our data and information being yep. bought and sold. We're not even talking about being hacked. No, 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 no. This is just, I told you everything about my life. And then you sold it, and I said that was fine. Well, I didn't say it was fine because I didn't even know that was a thing that was happening. Well, I didn't say it wasn't fine. I clicked the OK button. Right, exactly. That's all you got to do. There's not consent. No. Certainly not like, you know, enthusiastic consent, as mm, we like to say. No. Um, but there's not not consent. There's a, you know, so that, she's half <laughs> awake and she seems like she's into it. And we talked about it earlier and she's fine in the morning kind of consent. 
that's going on with Facebook. Well, if this like goes... I know that I told you everything and I kind of thought that you'd be cool about it, but <laughs> you know, I now that I realize that you sold all of that information, I'm like really this is like a this is like a revenge porn thing or something. But anyway, I'm getting way off track. Um, no, so no, yeah, but he... if this goes the future, like they've done with cigarettes, is like you'll go, you'll sign up for a platform like Facebook or click your Facebook update, and it'll say in very uncertain terms. By agreeing to this, we are going to collect your information and sell it to foreign entities and polit- and you're going to mm-hmm. be advertised to and sent political ads. I don't think anybody would do anything differently, few, to be honest. A few. I feel like people would be like, I need to know what fucking Marge baked on Tuesday. <laughs> it's important to me or I'm da- I really want to date this guy or this girl. I need and to like, find out I need shit to about find- them. Yeah. Why did I? I need to internet stalk. So, uh, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Sell my info. I don't care. I don't care. Because we don't understand what that really means. Which is like, I tell Facebook every day how I'm feeling, who I'm with, where I am, what my political opinions are, what my food preferences are, what my buying habits are. Every day. I just just fill them full of my data. And I don't think twice about it. Because I want to be We do that to a lesser extent on Twitter, too. yeah, Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, Facebook's probably the worst. Yeah. And I still use it, and we can still have that argument if you want. I, I, I do too, but not for personal <laughs> stuff. I do for okay. personal. Well, stuff. That's fine. That's I know. Weird. I mean, I'm I'm having this conversation. Like I understand, and I but I'm probably already on a list, so you know. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. So I'll die that. for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, about 20 minutes left. What do you want to? What else you want to get into? What else is there to get into? Oh, uh, so much. So much. Gosh, I don't know. Um, <sighs> Trey Gowdy basically admitted yesterday that Benghazi was yeah, a whole waste right. of time. What was that? He said, he I haven't. He came out and was like, my uh, time in Congress has been, been useless or wasted. Waste, wasted and. Um, it's like this is the guy that led all 15 months of the Benghazi yes, stuff. So and, he's admitting it was and bogus. Hillary Clinton sat through 13 goddamn hours of questions that he fucking concocted. And he's like, yeah, my time was pretty wasted. And I'm like, I agree. Let's have a conversation about that. I fucking agree, dude. So you wonder He's what, also coming to Colorado. Yes, I saw that. So you wonder what he's up to, uh, you know, well, I don't know. Well, it smells to me like saying something like that. My time in Congress has been useless. My time in Congress has been wasted. Because he talked about bipartisanship and how it's like just a broken system. It's not well, that thanks he, to people like him. It's not like he did a bad job, right? <laughs> yeah, right he yeah. did a great job. He was just along for the but ride. But the Congress itself is... This broken, corrupt system. Yeah, right? thanks to him and his party. But that's not what he said. So it smells to me like he's going to run for governor. Oh, or, okay. um, all right. I thought he was just going to go join a law firm. I don't think you make a statement like that and then join a law firm. No, I think you make a statement like that that's and then why you I was run surprised. for governor. Because then you're like, I can I can be the chief executive. Right. Of this I can bring state. people together. I can bring not people like together. dysfunctional Congress. Exactly. Right. I think that's where that is. And Maybe. what is he from? Arkansas. Ar- oh, fucking really? Right? Am no, I getting that wrong? I think that's wrong. South Carolina. Sorry. South Carolina? I mix them all up. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina is pretty, pretty staunchly red, Republican. So he doesn't really need to have bipartisanship there. So no. So that's a pretty good argument. Like, I couldn't make it work in Congress, but I, which, but it's kind of a weird thing to say, right? It is. It's not what I, I expected. I couldn't make it work there. My time was wasted. It's like... Okay, you were supposed to go there to represent us, and you feel like 
you did a really bad job at that or so you had they somebody forced you to lead the Benghazi hearings for 15 months like, what like, is I that I don't understand what did, so all the things that you did while you were there that okay so right. it's a it's a weird statement I will give you that like okay. in politics it's weird so he also I think announced that he might look into something Pruitt was doing but I don't know Anyway, we'll, we'll keep our eye on that. And then uh, Blake Farenthold, the uh, yeah. most handsome man in Congress, <laughs> who said he would pay back $85,000 of sexual harassment hush money or <sighs> settlement money that was paid with taxpayer money. And he's just, he's, he, he up and quit. Ryan yeah. didn't force him to quit. No, Paul Ryan, he's I just was like, happy to keep this. him around. Uh, and he's leaving. Uh, isn't that a shame? Aren't you oh, miss God. I will miss. Ass? We'll miss Farenthold's face. No. It's a fucking garbage person. Good riddance. How many more of them are going to resign? Uh, there's, there's, like they're just making November so much more interesting. There, There's rumors that a bunch more have been thinking about resigning and that if uh, Lamb won in Pennsylvania, you'd see a flood of resignations. That hasn't really happened yet. But if things keep crumbling in Trump world... And yeah, people are jumping fucking you, ship, from, and it's all more, Republicans. No Democrats, to my knowledge, are doing this. It's retired. Republicans. Well, really, a couple really old ones. Yeah, really old ones, yes. But, like, it's Republicans are just jumping ship. Like, I'm not being a part of this anymore. Like, I yeah. can't fucking do it. I'm not doing this. Especially in the House. Yes. Uh, well, everybody's up for re-election in the House, right? Yeah. So they're like, do I want to? No, I don't. I don't. And do I want to go through a primary fight with some against some psychotic Bannon? Yeah. Alt right. Right. Psychopath. Right. No, I mean our and, state and assembly is uh, next weekend, the fourteenth, and that's where we decide who goes on the primary ballots here in Colorado. Yeah. Um, for the first time in our recent history, unaffiliated voters, which make up for about thirty percent of voters in Colorado, mm-hmm. get to vote in the primaries. So they get sent both ballots, Republican and Democrat. Mm -hmm. And you can only fill one in, right? Obviously, because we do all mail-ins here. Um, So 30% of the population that has never participated in the primary process in Colorado is about to get some fucking ballots in the mail. And how do you feel about that, Trev? (laughs) Yeah. You know how I feel. This is this is fuck a whole, you. Join uh, my party, or you're not this invited. This is the whole outshoot of the Bernie movement, where they looked at Bernie looked at the the way polls are breaking down and realized he got some he got some bleed over crossover <clears throat> from disaffected independent and libertarian types and yep. some disaffected yep. Republicans, and said, okay, well. We would if do they better. had gotten to vote in the primaries, I would have won. I will do better in open primaries or open caucuses. Open, yeah. Under the guise yeah. of we're excluding too many people if we're just keeping it to the party. And the part that the pundits never like to say is that the guy's not a fucking Democrat. No. He's not He's a not Democrat. a fucking Democrat. He decided to run as a Democrat for president because it gave him a better chance of winning. Yep. Fine, but that doesn't mean you get to redefine the party. Nope. And... Let's talk about what that does to our primary process. Well, you say, because you have more experience here in Colorado with that. It's fucking bullshit. Okay. Okay. First of all, the Democratic, so the Democratic and Republican parties traditionally pay for primaries or caucuses. Mm -hmm. Like that's because primaries and caucuses are actually not part of the government role. This is not a government task. Voting for 
the person you want to elect that's part of the government. Yeah, it's the party. The primary is just a private party. It's like hosting a dinner party and you say, like, who's the best person here? And then the government role is to you say, this is the person we're going to elect, right? But the primary process is very much an internal process in which the Democratic and Republican parties decide who they think has the best shot of winning and or who they think is best at the job. Well, that's what always drives me crazy when the Bernie people always scream, there was clear bias that the that the party heads preferred Hillary Clinton and I'm yeah, like yeah they, and yes they did so yeah they did she raised hundreds of millions of dollars for the democratic party and for democratic people she's, she's a been member a of the democratic party her entire and fucking life and this other guy was not so but they don't understand how parties they work they don't understand how parties work what i'm saying is parties are independent organizations it's literally like the primary should be like literally having a dinner party and you guys go, like, what do we do about this election? We have to put somebody up. Who's the best person at the party? And everyone's like, fucking Trav. Trav's the best guy here. Everybody agrees. Some people are like, you know what? No, it's Rachel. So you're describing a cop. It's Rachel. It, Rachel's way better. And then everybody kind of just decides. Huddles, debates, Huddles, votes, debates, straw, decides. Does a straw poll. Draws a poll. Everybody's like, you know what? Okay, we decided. It's Blixa, the cat. <laughs> right. He's the best. So then you say to the government... Our party is going to elect Blixa. Nominate He's, Blixa. Nominate Blixa. Yeah. He's way better than Trav and Rachel. So that is an internal process. That's a process within this private party that is privately funded that has nothing to do with the government. And that's a thing people don't really understand. The Democratic Party is not a part of the government in so much as the party politics are not a part of the government. People elect members of our party to be government officials but the actual democratic party is not a part of the government well remind our listeners what the problem is especially in a place like colorado that's what i'm getting to opening up the so when you say hey i'm gonna invite 50 people that we've never met to this dinner party who don't know travis they don't know rachel and they don't know my cat blixa they get to walk in and decide who's better. Okay. Why do I want 50 people who've never met any of us, who don't know any of us, who haven't been working with us for the last 20 years to decide who's better, right? That just dilutes the vote. That that gives 50 people off the street a chance to come in who they don't know you, they don't know me, they don't know Blixa, and they get to walk in and decide from internally our party Who's better? They don't fucking know. And frankly, I don't need their opinion. They haven't been working in this party. They don't know you. They don't know me. And they don't know Blixa. Why would they get to decide? And they are a larger presence at this dinner party than the people who've been here forever. Than our internal group of friends, our people, the people that have been doing this for a long time who know things. Wait, let's We just get 50 people off the street and go give a... Give an, an opinion that you know nothing about. Well, let's get to a more fundamental level, right? The reason that all of us joined this party and came to this dinner party is because we have like-minded ideas yes. and goals yes. and plans. Yes. These other, these 50 new people, we don't we know. We have no idea what your plans are. You could be a crazy person. You could be a person who... Super libertarian. Super libertarian. You could be a Republican. You could be... My dad is an unregistered... I'm sorry, registered independent voter. Who my dad... Republican. My dad's going to get a Democratic primary ballot. 
and he's going to get a Republican primary ballot. And he gets to fill one of those out. But my dad potentially has the possibility of voting in the Democratic primary. And it's not that hard if your dad wanted to do some rat fucking to say, I think whoever Republican candidate, they're way ahead in the polls. They've got this locked up. I'm just going to mess. I'm going to do. Sure, he can register himself as a Democrat, but I'm asking people to do that. That's why I'm against this. Look, if you want to come to my fucking dinner party, if you want to have a voice in my internal party politics election, join the goddamn party. Affiliate. It doesn't mean you have to pay money. Doesn't mean you have to do anything. Doesn't mean anything other than you've decided to become a Democrat. Well, that's another thing I don't get about the holdout Sandernistas who are still so pissed off about 2016 is that now they're still trying to infiltrate the party. And I it's was like, having this fight with this lady if on you, Twitter. If you hate the party and the party sucks and you don't trust the party and fuck the party... Go start your own fucking Go party. Go start your own fucking or, party, or, but you're not you don't just get to be a part of mine because no. Or influence your candidate to run as an independent. If Bernie wants to run as an independent, I personally think it would suck. It could split the party, it could split the vote a little bit, but I would you know be what? so fucking mad. But you know what? That's his right. Of course. He's an independent. Of course. Go ahead and do it. Do it. You'll lose and well, we and will he, lose and, and we'll have another that. Republican term. And he knows that. And that's why he thinks it's his best chance. And I think the, the the wave that's going on here might be so overwhelming that plus Bernie still doesn't have a fucking clue. He still doesn't <laughs> know how to talk to African-American voters. Who people, might any people of color. He's still women, saying the same shit. LGBTQ that, people. Yeah, yeah. He still has no clue. No. But. But no, the problem. So the problem is. So this was happening in Colorado. So we are a purple state as purple as you get in the country. Like, we are one of the swingiest purple states there are. Mm-hmm. We have 30% Democrat, 30% Republican, 30% what we call in Colorado unaffiliated. Unaffiliated, yeah. Which, anyway. <laughs> Talk about that another time. Any, anyway. So, <laughs> this stupid citizens referendum that made it onto the ballot and passed said that unaffiliated voters got to vote in the primaries from now on. So, people who have never had any experience in either party, maybe or maybe not give a shit about politics or care about my party or have anything to do with my party or have done anything for my party, now get a ballot and they get to vote on who we want to be our candidate for my party that they are not affiliated with. That's what's happening in Colorado. You can... I'm not and happy it, and about it's, it. And it's, and the, it's Bernie creating, and the Bernie people's doing. Yes, it is very much the Bernie people's doing. And it is creating absolute fucking chaos in both parties because we don't know how these people are going to go. We all know that unaffiliated voters are unaffiliated for reasons not because they're like Josh, but because they're like, I don't want to be associated with a party. But they always bleh. vote a certain way. They they're always vote a certain way. Always liberal. vote a certain way, right? Yeah. But they don't want to be affiliated with the party because they're, they're hipsters. Ugh, I fucking hate them. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm I'm just really upset that like you get to just come in and just vote for which candidate my party that I'm a part of is going to nominate to win. And I get to get diluted by like 30 percent of the state of Colorado. Well, it's like that has nothing to do with my party and has should have no say. If you want to have a say, affiliate, come be a Democrat and we'll talk. 
if you don't want to be a Democrat, then I don't think you have a right to tell me who I get to nominate for my party. Well, a worse analogy is it's showing up to the dinner party and you had nothing to do with the planning and you yeah. didn't bring anything. Yeah. You just brought yourself and are eating all the food. <laughs> and then you ate the food and were like, actually, I'm gluten free. <laughs> and you're like, you're gluten free. You were not invited. I didn't invite you. That's right. You didn't bring anything in your gluten free. Oh, and also you brought your vegan girlfriend. <laughs> cool. So now I have to go to the store and make a bunch of gluten free vegan things for you because you weren't invited. I'm not sure why you're here, but I feel obligated to help you. So sure, I'll go to the store and it's buy some fucking like anymore. mushrooms <laughs> and I'll make them in a way that doesn't include gluten for you. And I'm sure there won't be the meat mushrooms for your have girlfriend. to be organic and also organic and free range. And by the way, I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> well, then they're really fucked. So if you could the get rid of, if you house. could get rid of all of your cats and make me something gluten free and my girlfriend's a vegetarian, that would be great. And I'm like, I was just throwing a dinner party. I don't even know you. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm automatic. Says- I'm automatically invited. <laughs> I'm automatically invited and get rid of your cats and cook me food you didn't plan to make. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I, I fucking hate it. So anyway, it's causing a lot of chaos with internal party and state politics in our uh, state. And I hate it the most. Um, Anyway, those ballots will be sent out in June. And it will be really interesting to see because so the independent voters, they have to pick one. They have to pick. They're going to get sent both unaffiliated, right? They get to pick which one they want to fill out. Do they know that? Do they understand that? I don't what know. Happens if they fill, they both fill out, out both, then they're not, then they're, then neither counts. They're, yes, exactly. No. Or Chris Kobach is going to show up at the door and arrest him <laughs> and put them in jail for five years. Yeah. Um, no, then, then neither counts. So it should, there's going to be like clear block, bold, red instructions. At only the top, pick like one only idiot. pick one. You fucking unaffiliated <laughs> idiot that doesn't know anything about politics and doesn't fucking care. But somehow we let you be involved in this process. That would um, literally be what it said if you were. I'm gonna get so state. much hate mail. I'm sorry if you're unaffiliated. I mean, I like I fight with this chick on no if fucking if social media because she's like a, a Bernie. She's a Bernie chick. Yeah, she's if a, you're genuinely unaffiliated, because you know what? Sometimes I vote Democrat. Sometimes I vote Republican. I don't even. There's a few of those. I happening. care about the person. No one. I swear <laughs> to God. Then you just don't vote. To be honest, you just don't vote. I. Okay. Yeah, if I'm let me just say this if, here. Clear if I'm wrong anymore, right? And we have literally any single human that's listening to this podcast right now and you are an unaffiliated or independent voter and you want to tell me about that, you can totally yell at me cuz I've been a really a big dick to you. Um please email us or tweet us and tell me the fuck is going on with that. Well, there's our friend in Wisconsin who's just literally a Marxist. Which is fine. Totes. Yeah. Okay. There are some people that maybe like so far to the left or so far to the right that like you hate the parties. Hold on, because you, you whispered something to me, but the person in question doesn't really care about the primary. So that doesn't really matter. Yeah, she's not going to vote. She's in not going to vote in it. No. So she doesn't know. That doesn't matter. She's so far to the left that like she could care fucking less yeah. about the primary. Yeah. She's not trying to spoil my dinner but party by being de- gluten free. She would election. never come over here and exactly. be like, I'm gluten free. No, she, she would know like, fuck your party. that like, is, fuck your which party, which is great. Good. I don't want you here because right. this is important to me and it's not important to you. Right. 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 Okay. 
Anyway, if any of you are out there and I'm wrong and you can give me really good reasons, I would love to hear from you. So email us at irreverenttestimony at gmail.com or tweet us at irreverentduo. Um, but I, yeah. So And what the problem, like, okay, just to get to, like, the bottom of this and uh-huh. just, like, end this conversation is, like, what it does is dilutes it. Mm-hmm. It dilutes the Democratic vote. Mm-hmm. Some people think that's good because... People who vote in the primaries often are people who are the most involved in party politics on both sides. And so they tend to elect or tend to nominate the people who are the most far left or far right of their party. And those people have a harder time winning the general election. Sometimes. Because unaffiliated voters do vote in the general election. That's when actual government gets involved, which is when they should get to vote. Anyway, when unaffiliated voters are in the mix... They tend to not want those like super far right or super far left candidates. They want the more moderate. They want the more moderate centrist candidates. What that means for the primary, however, is that we end up electing or I'm sorry, nominating in the Democratic Party these super boring white dude milk toast <laughs> people that nobody cares about. Nobody's excited about. They just won because, like, all these unaffiliated voters That's were like. That's where you get Mark Udall and John Hickenlooper, and, exactly. and they're fine. They're fine. And they won. Bennett. I care that, well, Bennett was appointed. But I, I care that they can win. Yeah. But I am not excited are, about are, them. Are they, are they not gonna progressive door firebrands? No, and they're not going to help me that much, right? So the argument is sort of double. It's a problem because. I would like to allow, I would like to nominate someone that I think is great and I would like for that person to be able to win. And so mixing in unaffiliated voters is first of all a chaos machine because we have no idea what they're going to do and second of all tends to produce like pretty milk toast centrist candidates like John Kerry is a good example oh, of boy. that. Oh boy. Well, you know. God. And oh. he didn't do so great. <laughs> as we remember. You know, yeah, it came close. So what we're trying to avoid candidate. is a John Kerry situation in Colorado. Yeah. And we have no idea what it's going to look like. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. As we said, a reverent duo, Twitter, reverent testimony, gmail.com. And I have a prediction. Yeah. I think Mueller is going to nail Trump. He's going to he's going to have a grand jury uh, subpoena. He's, he's going to have to testify and he's going to nail him on Stormy Daniels. Really? That's my prediction. Oh, God, I would love that. Because he's there's going to be a question, something about the money, and Trump's going to lie, and Mueller's going to know it. We're going to have just, he's just going to follow him. Clinton's example and just, I mean, not that that's a, it's sort of. Well, watch, know. it's going to be tied something to some shady Trump property or some Russian embezzlement, money laundering something. Yeah. And he's going to ask him something that Trump's going to lie about. Okay. Well, okay. That's he's going to lie pre- about everything. But anyway. That's my prediction. I love all of you. And, um. See you next time. Stay in tune, stay engaged, all the things. (laughs) All the things. (laughs)